What's up, you guys? Thanks for checking into the Audio and AP Sports Podcast. Before we get into the actual podcast portion, um, we just want to give a uh, quick shout-out to the new Memorial Cup champions, the Windsor Spitfires. Uh, congrats on a great run. I know you guys beat a really tough team in the Erie Otters. But, yeah, congratulations on your run. The Memorial Cup is a huge uh, a huge thing. And shout-out to Jeremy Bracco, a uh, Leafs prospect. I believe he got three points. So uh, Congrats to doing it, doing it at home, too. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. So good on you guys for being the host team. I know a lot of times in the, in the Memorial Cup, uh, people rule the host team out because they don't necessarily earn a spot. But you guys, uh, you battled hard and you, you brought it home. So congratulations. You're listening to listening to the Audion AP Sports Podcast. So if you ever played, uh, if you played the MLB AP, this is going to sound like a weird question, I know. Um, what would your walk-up song be, do you think? Because um, I, I know you're a big music guy. Yeah. And it's that... like quite the selection out there. It, I don't know. I always just think about that. If I played in the show, what, what would my walk-up song be? But I want to hear what yours is. See, I think mine would change like over – like I, first of all, I feel like I'd use Kendrick Lamar. Anybody who knows me, like Kendrick Lamar gets me just pumped up for anything because I think he is the greatest artist to ever live. But that's besides the point. Um, I would – like currently right now, um, I would probably use either Humble or DNA – um, I know Devin Travis uses Humble, but I'd probably use one of those two. Um, but I, if if I was going for like a walk-up song that I could use and it's like a classic song, everybody would probably vibe out to it. I would probably use uh, uh, B-I-T-C-H, Don't Kill My Vibe. I, don't, I know we're explicit sometimes, but I'm trying to tone that down as well. But I'd use that song or maybe even Money Trees. But I would definitely use a Kendrick Lamar song. How about you? I don't even really know, man. Like, <laughs> I think about it all the time because I know when I play MLB the show, like you can create your road to the show guy, and you can only choose like either like country, rock, pop, and it like it's just like a generic sound. It's not even like a real song or anything. I'd like to say like I really like country, and I feel like if I played like a good country tune, it would get me going. But at the same time, I'm a big Kendrick fan as well. I don't know if I would use a Kendrick Lamar song, but I feel like if I use like I don't know something country. I think something country would get me going. I don't know why. I know you're not a big country no, fan. No, no, I am. I am a <laughs> oh, huge country fan. I grew up on country and rap. Well, there you go. So, then, like, I th- if dude, if I used Indian Outlaw by Tim McGraw, I think I'd be good. I would go with some uh, <laughs> some OG Taylor Swift. Oh my God! No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. You know me. Come on. Oh my gosh. You know I would. Yeah. Could you imagine would. now at the plate? Audie. I don't know about you, but I oh feel my God, no. That that'd be some like prank stuff. Like one time Darwin Barney went up to the plate and they played the Barney the Dinosaur oh, theme. Yeah. That I is crazy. But but speaking of Darwin Barney, he literally has the greatest walk up song in the MLB. Like the song Attention Span, oh my god, it's perfect. It's a great walk up song because when it goes into the like the whoa, like when it drags out, that's when they're yeah. like now batting Darwin Barney. I'm like, dude, this is a perfect walk up song. It's it's a good I song. You, I know you're a big fan of Tulos before he switched it up. Oh yeah, two lows, dude. If, used, I would also use Mike Stud. Mike Stud or like Pusha T, 
Like, see, I would use artists that I know get me going. Like, Mike Stud gets me going for sure. Pusha T. Like, Pusha T's got grit in his voice. I would definitely use him. Like, there's a lot of people I would use. Because if we're talking, like, pop music, too, like, I like Pharrell's got a hip-hop influence, obviously. But I would use, like, Pharrell, Bruno, Justin yeah. Timber. Like, like, I could even well, use Ed Sheeran. Like That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> my favorite one right now for the Blue Jays, Kevin Pillar. He uses That's What I Like by Bruno oh Mars. Oh, my God. I was jamming when I went to the game and they started playing that song. I just started dancing in my seat. I'm like, you know what, Kevin? I can vibe to this when I'm coming up to the plate. I can get you on this. I'm on Kevin Pillar's level when it comes to the walk-up music game. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, the best one from last year for me personally was when Joakim Benoit played for the Blue Jays because he had this song called Balor or Balor. And mm-hmm. it was like this crazy good Mexican, like, like great beat great vocals like i didn't understand the words but dude if you have a chance to look it up like actually after this podcast like i'm playing it for you you might have heard it before but dude it is the best it was so good like it was a great walk-up song and like i think you might have played it the mexican music too like a lot of them like edwin and um like the dominican vibe like yeah yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean for sure like those are um, good and en- like entrance walk up music. Oh, you know what I would use? I think, what's that new Justin Bieber song? Despacito. You oh know that yeah, one? I bet you Dude, somebody's could, using that somewhere. I could walk up. I could walk up to that one for sure. But what you know what? I think my favorite one of all time. I want to say it was. <laughs> you're gonna laugh because I know how you feel about this guy, but I'm damn certain it was J. Pierre and Sebia. Oh my god. And it was uh, radioactive by the Imagine Dragons. Yeah, it was. You're right. And it was it was the part when it's like I'm breathing in the chemicals, and it goes, <gasps> and I just every time I heard that, right when he walked up to the plate, I just got goosebumps. Like that would get me going. Yeah, that's a good one too. They have, um, I think they have a new song called Whatever It Takes. I that would be a pretty cool one too. And they have believe like that new song Believer. Like I feel like Imagine Dragons has a good playlist for walk up music. Um, also one of my all time favorite ones ever was when Frank Thomas still played for the Blue Jays. And I think, I think it was the game that we went to actually, um, where I discovered Cyclone by Baby Bash. She moves her body like a cyclone. Yeah. 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 Like, and then I like those little MP3 players that we used to, like we used to have. I had that song. Oh yeah. Like I had like a black one and I always like, I'll never forget. Honestly, like it hurts, like it hurts my heart thinking of those because now we've got all these like big machines and everything, but I know I miss that. I really do. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I miss that little thing because it had all my best, like my, all my childhood music, like, like it's the original like mixtape. Yeah, like you, I would use some throwback Chris Brown, like Kiss Kiss or something like that. Like oh yeah, any like classic music, man. I feel like you could use that too. I'm just trying to think of like what another good one would be. Like I don't know, you could use. There's so much music out there that I love, and I just I don't know. Oh, you know what I would use? What? It's a remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out the Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Do you know how good that would be? That would be walking up to the plate. Oh my god, that would be good. If you're listening to this podcast right now, submit it to us on Facebook. I don't know, comment on however you can contact us. What would your walk up song be and why? Yeah. And you know what? We'll feed. We'll maybe next podcast we'll we'll follow up. 
yeah, we'll, we'll let everybody them. know what, what people are saying because we'll do a little, little um, blurb on it. You can also comment on SoundCloud too. So if you're listening on SoundCloud, you can you can comment on there like at the exact time. Like we'll be able to see your profile picture when you commented. So yeah, if you want to yeah. comment there, um, our Facebook page, Audion AP. Um, what else? Sorry, we have a Twitter account that we need to get running again. But, you know, you could tweet either one of us as well. So, um, yeah, sure. I mean, we could talk about walk-up music all day, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. It's just, it's one of those topics you can go on and on about, you know? Yeah. So, uh, one-time NHL All-Star John Scott had some pretty pretty nasty things to say about P.K. Subban today, eh? Really? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, he told, he says, you know, end quote, I don't like him. I think on the ice he's a piece of garbage. Huh. That's John Scott um, on P.K. Subban. There was an article I think I read. Um, by the way, I was being sarcastic when I said really, but um, I <laughs> everybody's heard it. And... Um, I seen somebody posted in response to that quote, um, an article from like last or like when, whenever Scott played for the Canadians for a little bit there, um, he was talking about how him and Subam were like joking around in the dressing room and that they were cool and stuff like that. So I don't know where this is coming from, but let, let me just talk to my Leaf fans here for a second. Do you guys not remember a preseason game where the Leafs and Sabres, were on the ice, and John Scott decided it would be a good idea to try to fight Phil Kessel. So then Phil Kessel starts whacking the hell out of him, which he should have. Like, how do you chop a big tree down? You use an axe and you hit him. You hit the tree. With with Kessel, he's like, damn, I got to take this guy's skates out. I got to make him drop. Then da- poor David Clarkson had to jump the bench and get a 10-game suspension. Like, John Scott's a dummy. I hate to say it. He is. And you know what? In a podcast earlier, we, f- like, I we thought it was a up. great story, the all-star thing or whatever. At first, I didn't agree with it because I still don't agree with the voting. He should have never been there. But it was a good story. I could live it up. His kids, whatever. I'm not going to knock him as a family man because he clearly, apparently, is a great dad. But he clearly isn't a good person in the dressing room or on the ice. This just clearly shows it because... Sorry, but on the ice, P.K. Subban's not your friend. He isn't supposed to be nice to you. So well, When you play for Montreal, he's your teammate. Yeah, right? I know, but but the thing is, is when he was his teammate, they were cool. He's saying, just in general, when he's on the ice, he's garbage. Like, he's a piece of garbage. He's a piece of garbage, and that he thinks, he also says, this guy thinks he's better than everybody else. Well, he is. He's way better than you. Oh, yeah. John Scott, I'm sorry. You are terrible. You are a god-awful hockey player. You should never, ever, ever have stepped foot in the NHL. John Scott, if you're listening, just listen to this rant that AP's telling you right now. You know what? Before we were discussing this a little bit, and we were like, you know, take this lightly. But, you know, hearing this again just pisses me off, man. Like, what is it his business to tell me what to think of P.K. Subban? Like, we're talking about, like, Michael Jordan... And then we're talking about, I hate to say it, but like Jeremy Lin. There, there's not, there's actually, you know what? Sorry, that's disrespect to Jeremy Lin because I love him. Um, it, it's like Michael Jordan and a guy who plays in the D League. Like, there's no comparison. You are not as good as him. You have no business talking about being a good person on the ice because you scrap people who, who you, uh, who you know can't fight back. 
Look what happened when you you picked on a guy that, you know, could actually fight you. Colton Orr dropped your ass. <laughs> Do you want me to bring up John Scott's stats? Yes, please. All right, all right. Let's listen. So in 286 career games, wait for it, he has a whole five goals and six assists. That's a lot for him. I thought it was way worse. Just tell he's up to 11 points. Minus 19 with 545 penalty minutes. Yeah, and Subban had, like, that many points in, like, what, seven or eight games? Well, let's find out. How many points does Subban have in the playoffs right now? Oh, jeez. It's got to be close to, like, at least 10. Uh, he's got 10, exactly. Two okay. goals, eight assists. Yeah, so that's 10 Plus points six. In, the, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. In his career, he has 318 points. As a defenseman, and he's, and he's played double the double the amount of games as John Scott. Yeah, because his ass is usually in the press box. That's right. So, his ass is usually, yeah, in the press listen, box, just picking his nose, eat, eating a hot dog. Oh man, I don't know what to think of this guy. <laughs> what, what do you think of this? Like, I, I just be, went on an epic rant. Sorry. No, I I know I had to let you because I knew you had to blow off some steam about that. Um. I personally think that John Scott needs to keep his mouth shut just because he had one, you know, he got all this attention for this all-star game. Doesn't mean that he's an all-star. Doesn't mean that he deserves this recognition. John Scott, you need to shut your mouth before you get into even more trouble or dig yourself a bigger grave than you already have. PK Subban is an elite level defenseman in the NHL. And you're just, you're now you're just some Joe Blow who played it, who played in the NHL and wrote a book. You know how many other guys have done that? A lot. A lot of guys have played in the NHL and wrote a book. You're no different than anyone else. Actually, you are because you're garbage. You're you're the piece of garbage that's skating around on the ice, not PK Subban. Like, if, sorry, keep going. No, I just was gonna say, give your head a shake. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you're like, not you're not as good as you think you are. There was better players who were enforcers and they kept their mouth shut. They just did their job. Like, um, what was the name? Mike Brown played on the Leafs for a little bit, played on San Jose. He was fast. Like, you could actually rely on him to jump into the rush. He was a mm-hmm. good enforcer. Ty Domi even got his, you know, some Colt points Nor. here and there. Colt Nor was a great enforcer for the Leafs. And I know a lot of people wouldn't agree with me, but nobody messed with that guy. This is this is also, everybody was saying big bad Lucic when he played for the Bruins. Lucic hurdled and skated away from Colt Nor. He was the toughest SOB in the league. I don't care what anybody says. Colton Orr scared the piss out of me. But you know what? He was one of my favorite players. Hell, my sister even bought his jersey. Like, we were a big fan of Colton Orr because we we were big fans of Ty Domi growing up. But John Scott isn't even in my, like, top 20 favorite enforcers ever. Like, it's a joke. Like, Brashear is a real enforcer. Probert was a real enforcer. Domi, the list goes on. He's not even close. Bob so, Probert is probably the best enforcer oh, of all time. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. God bless his soul. Yeah. Um, incredible guy, too. Um, but the, these comments are just stupid. Look at where you are. You know, you're being a dad. That's great. But you didn't accomplish anything. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to cuss. You didn't accomplish shit, John Scott. You didn't do anything. So before you go running your mouth at a soon-to-be Stanley Cup Finals defenseman an elite stanley cup you know defenseman you know you should really just pull up your career statistics and then hang your head and go somewhere else because you're 11, terrible 
11 points minus 16 was it or 19 i want to say it was 19 just because i hate the guys but anyway <laughs> on the same topic of pk suban uh phil kessel had some comments about him today too yeah not in a, not in a negative way no nope. phil was uh you know, he was commenting on uh, sharing his opinion on Subban and I guess the fallout with Montreal. Uh, and he said, you know, I, I get what he's going through. He really wants to win. And I think he got the shaft in Montreal. What do you think about that? Well, it's true. I mean, you could go for, since I'm already on a rage here, um, there there is a very big possibility the trade was because of race. We all know that. There's a big yep. But you know what, people? It, it's 2017, and at the time, it what? It was 2016 when he got traded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Give your head a shake, Bergevin, because yep, that trade was stupid. First of all, I, I know. It, oh, you know, Montreal needed a presence in the dressing room. Yeah, well, you also got um, eliminated, and you and also you also got a guy who's going to carry a higher cap hit, and he's like four years older. Yeah. So, um, I think I think at, towards the end of uh, Weber's contract, though, it gets a little cheaper. But at the same time, he's going to be playing as like a bottom pairing defenseman at that point. Yeah, um, pretty much. What Phil Kessel said was right. He did get the shaft. He didn't deserve to be traded. And now look at him. He he's part of the reason why the Nashville Predators are as good as they are. The and Nashville I think Predators. With Kessel- Sorry, no, go. go ahead. Sorry. No, go go. Okay. Well, the Nashville Predators have like four elite number one defensemen, pretty much at this point. They've all been playing like that, that's for sure. Like Ekholm, Yossi, Subban, and Ellis. They're playing amazing. Oh, and yeah. um, that Nashville team is probably very happy in the fan base that they have a guy like P.K. Subban because he's a great leader. He's a great person on and off the ice with the donations. Like, how do you trade a guy, first of all, that gave $10 million to a children's hospital? Like, I know. And he's not like it would be different if it's like, oh, well, you know, he's a jackass everywhere else and he doesn't score points, but he does everything right. I know. He's a, he seems like a very genuine and humble human being. He did on get and the off shaft. The Phil's 100% right. What, what and you know what? I think, I think Phil was get what he was getting at was that he's going to be a tough opponent to play against in this cup final because he's wanting to prove people wrong. Yep. Right? Well, and you know what? As a Penguins fan, I hope the Penguins win. But at the same time, I really want to see P.K. Subban get that Stanley Cup. And if he does... I hope to God he does what Phil does and brings it back to Montreal. But he'll do the same thing. He'll bring it to his children's hospital Yep, where he donated. Yeah, he will. And I'm sure those kids are cheering for him. It's in Montreal, but I bet you those kids all got Nashville gear on right now because that's the kind of impact that P.K. Subban has. He right. does. He never. There's people that donate money and then go, ah, whatever, see you guys later. Like, I don't give a crap about this. Like, I'm just doing this for publicity. But P.K. Subban, like, went there, like, multiple times and he donated i don't know if you remember he did that video um like he he it was like a frozen like the disney frozen he did that and he dressed up as elsa yeah he did all that and then he (laughs) He also does a lot for those kids also i'm not ashamed to say this because anybody who didn't just doesn't like really have any feelings whatsoever when suban got traded and they made that video of all the kids reading the letter and he was reading the letter i weeped i cried my eyes i was choking up my mom was actually the one who shared it with me oh my god she was she was like you gotta watch this I was bawling my eyes out, man. Like, I'm not even talking, like, just, like, tears. I was, like, crying because the impact that he has on those kids and the, the way he plays on the ice, he is an incredible human being. 
and he shouldn't have been dealt. It's as simple as that. And you know what? I I love Pittsburgh. I love my guy, Phil Kessel. You know I love my guy, Phil Kessel. Oh, I know you do. But Subban needs this. This is what Subban needs, and I so want those kids to see that Stanley Cup. I really do. So are you saying that the Stanley Cup is what uh, P.K. Subban needs? Yeah, it is, Jose Bautista. It's not, it's not what the Penguins need, but uh, Subban could use it, you know? Yeah, he could. You know what? You're you're right, Jose Bautista. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. It's uh, uh, He did get the shaft. And you know what? The best, or not the best, the... I think I was watching another interview recently. It was shared on the NHL Network. P.K. Subban, his, this was his direct quote was, I still don't know why I'm not a Montreal Canadian. Yep. And that has to, that has to be the most uneasy feeling as, a, as an athlete. Like, why am I not a Montreal Canadian anymore? And you know what? I think to a certain degree he's probably moved on from that. But it's oh, still got to eat him up inside, that. right? It's still got to eat him up inside. Of course. but um, Right? Not yeah. knowing an exact reason why you were dealt. Um, also, go check out his E60. He just did something with ESPN, but I haven't watched it yet. But I'll probably watch it by the time you're hearing this. It came out today. I haven't watched it. It's a full feature on P.K. Subban's life and where he is now. And They've been, apparently been working on this since like 2006 or 2007 or something ridiculous like that. So, Damn, um, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, the ESPN guy said that, but um, apparently that also includes the John Scott thing. So. Oh jeez! Um, check that out, and um, I think we can both um, agree with this. If we ever got a chance to PK, to talk to PK Subban, I'd I'd really love to. I mean, I'm sure you're not listening to this, but if you are, like, please let me like interview let you or something. But um, yeah, I think um, just just on behalf of us, I think that we both agree that PK Subban is an incredible person, and we wish him the best in the Stanley Cup Final. Absolutely. You know what? You're, you're facing a good Pittsburgh Penguins team. You're facing my team. But uh, just do your best. And you know what? A part of me really, really wants you to come out with the cup. The Penguins fan doesn't want me to or doesn't want me to see you do that. But um, you deserve it, PK. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best on behalf of Audi and AP. So, as a hockey fan, and I'm sure all the hockey fans listening to this podcast, even just sports fans in general, know that the Stanley Cup Finals begin tomorrow, Monday. I am so excited. It's it's going to be incredible. And we've got a little bit of a treat uh, for you guys. We'll save that till the end. But uh, you guys keep listening and we'll tell you guys what's going on. I think my YouTube faithful know what that is. But, That's right. Um, this is going to be incredible, man. Like I know we just touched on P.K. Subban and you know the impact that he's had and how good the Predators have been. But for those who don't know, the Predators almost didn't make the playoffs. This, they were just, they were just, they just squeaked in. They just made it, and which just makes this story so much better. Yeah, and they're facing a powerhouse in the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now I know there's been injuries on both sides, and I and I made a video on this on um, my YouTube Andrew Pillick Sports. Go check that out, the uh, finals preview. But um, we wanted to expand on it here, and we talked about the injuries, and I believe the injuries for both sides, like Fisher's going to be back for the um, yep. the Preds, and I believe Hornquist and Russ. Hornquist is like a he's he's on pace to come back. I think that's pretty much what Solomon's saying huge. today, which would be it'll be massive. But so for on the Pittsburgh side of things, I, I want you to cover the Pittsburgh side of things, but let me just quick give. Um, Nashville side of things. I've followed them throughout the playoffs after my Leafs sadly got eliminated. Um, I've been following them pretty pretty heavily there, and we all know 
the players to look out for on on their team is a guy like Philip Forsberg and hell even Colton Sissons at this point but you have to look out for the powerful defensive core arguably the best in the league with arguably four top defensemen of um Ellis at home um Yossi and Subban and they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough on the Penguins. And the Penguins said it best. I believe Malkin was one of the people that said this. They're not facing one Carlson. They're facing oh, four was, now. Yeah, that was Chris Kunitz. He's like, we're facing four Eric Carlson. Yeah, I think Malkin said it as well. There was a couple of them that said it. Yeah, but no, they're 100% right. Regardless, they are. They're facing four incredible defensemen. And that's a huge compliment because Carlson's the best defenseman in the game. So... They have to, Pittsburgh's gonna have to find a way to beat that defense, and then after that, once you solve that, you gotta get past the brick wall yeah, that oh. is the reju- rejuvenated Pecorine, who He's, arguably could be the MVP of the whole playoffs. If the if the <laughs> yeah he will be if Nashville wins the Stanley Cup, he's gonna be lifting the Smythe as well. There's no doubt about it. So uh, let the listeners know what uh, what Pittsburgh's bringing to the table. Well, it's a good thing that we have Schultz back because I feel like he's going to be, uh, he's going to bring some, you know, he's been great for us all year in the playoffs. He's been unbelievable. Uh, having him out a little bit that last series was, you know, not detrimental, but you noticed it. You noticed that there was a lack of, like his presence was missed, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, I was happy to see him back at the end of that Ottawa series. Uh, I don't think it's going to be an easy go for Pittsburgh. You know, like you said, if they're facing a red hot uh, Nashville Predators team right now, you got to beat Pecorino. You got to beat their blue line, which isn't going to be easy. Um, I feel like they can do it, uh, but at the same time, it's not going to be a walk in the park. And <laughs> they prove that none of these series have really been a walk in the park for them. The last two went to seven games. Ottawa took them to seven games. A lot of people were writing that series off as. Uh, Pittsburgh's ticket right to the Stanley Cup final from the get-go. But uh, kudos to Ottawa for making that a hell of a series. Um, but I don't think it's going to be as easy as Pittsburgh is, is, is thinking it's going to be. They're going to be up for a tough, tough battle against Nashville. So I'm excited to see it all start tomorrow. Yeah. For sure. Um, one thing I wanted to just basically say was it's it's the offense versus the defense. The powerhouse offense it versus is. the powerhouse defense. So it's going to clash, and we're going to see it. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, power play opportunities um, that are going to be na- uh, need to be taken advantage of because when you when you have a chance to beat any of these teams when there's one less guy on the ice you you gotta take advantage you gotta take of that. advantage you gotta capitalize on power plays and uh, that could very well determine the Stanley Cup final. So um, for my prediction, I'm gonna say Preds in seven. For me, I can't go against my team. Sorry, PK. I know I love the hell out of you. I love Mike Fisher. You know what? I really like Nashville, but I do have to go with Pittsburgh, and I'm saying Pittsburgh in five. Wow. That's a hot take, dude. I'm the king of bold predictions. You know that. Yeah, I mean we've had it. We've had a couple pretty bold predictions on here. We actually, you know what? We've both had some really good bold predictions. the The one that sticks out for me was when I like um, predicted R. A. Dickey might be in trade rumors, and then the next day it was on the yeah. score. No, I remember because we podcasted about how you thought he's going to go to the Mets, and then it was I took a screenshot and I posted it on our Facebook page. And I said, AP is right. <laughs> so far, you're right because they were looking at dealing them to a National League team. Yeah. And I'm like, if it's the Cubs, then this is just scary. Yeah, <laughs> or sorry, the, the Mets. Mets yeah. Then this is just scary. But um, no, I, we've had some pretty nasty predictions on here. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I also predicted Rio signing in Texas like a long ass time ago. Like that was like the original podcast that we were doing on YouTube. That was like the very first podcast. But anyways, ever. regardless, it's going to be a great Stanley Cup final, and I and I think we've touched on it enough. But I, I just want to bring up one more thing, and uh, I think Austin. Let the people hear it. Let um, the people hear it. Yeah, Audie, you're probably pretty excited too. I mean, I'm, I am. I'm super excited. Last week, um, Audie and I did a live stream and it brought in a lot of people and it brought in a lot of people who are probably listening to this podcast right now. So thank you very much. But we were able to talk to a lot of you and we were talking during the game seven of Ottawa and Pittsburgh. And, you know, I've been doing some live streams this week and, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about it since we, we did a great job Uh, the people were great in the stream. And of course, Audie and I were, were awesome. And, you know, we had so much fun. We are bringing you guys a live stream of the first game of the Stanley Cup Final tomorrow. We are going to be on Andrew Pillick Sports, my YouTube channel. We're going to be talking the game. We're going to be talking all sorts of sports topics. I mean, hell, we even got in a, an argument over um, Trout and Harper. Um, oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff, but we're going to be focusing on the Stanley Cup Finals. If you guys want to join in, it's going to be so cool. We're going to have so much fun. Um, the live streams are a great way to uh, bring new people in, so that way the audience, AP audience, gets even bigger, and that's only a good thing. You know, everybody gets to interact and have fun. It's fun. It's fun to get to know you guys on a more personal level. Um, generate some productive conversation about the game, about anything you guys really want to talk about in the world of sports. Um, in live, it's it's all live. It's all right then and there. So join us tomorrow. Andrew Pillick Sports on YouTube. Audi and AP are going to be live on Andrew Pillick Sports on YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. We, May uh, the 29th, 2017 at Puck Drop. So let's hopefully see you all there. Yeah. Right? Um, let us know if you're listening to this right now, if you want us to get on for a bit of the pregame, because we, we might get on there a little early just to uh, get people's predictions early on. We're, we're not too sure yet. We're going to uh, discuss it probably after this and, you know, we'll early tomorrow or something like that. But, um, we're going to be there. I believe puck drop tomorrow is 8 Eastern. Um, so we're going to have a ton of fun. I mean, there's nothing better than watching hockey and talking to a bunch of people. And, you know, and then you guys get to talk to other people who are in the chat too. Like, it's not just discussing with us. It's everybody. And right. um, we're, we're hoping that you guys will join us. And we're still on that hashtag road to number one if you guys want to be a part of that. Subscribe yes, to the podcast. Big up, big up to all of you for getting us to uh, eighth spot on top podcast uh, episodes yeah. last week. And we got to n- as high as number 58 on top podcast. And we know it's going to take a while. This is only our second time uh, coming back, but we're here to stay. We know what we're doing and we're going to have so much fun with you guys. So if you want to use the hashtag road to number one, please do so. Um, check us out on Facebook like that. And like I said, check out Andrew Pillick sports. We will be going live. There'll be a lot of live streams coming up. Um, we're going to have a lot of cool things. We're coming up with segments and yeah. So, um, I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. That's it for sure. Yeah, guys, we'll see you on the live stream tomorrow night. Thanks so much and have a great night. We will see you guys tomorrow. See you guys later. Peace.